0: This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. your bibles go in the book of acts acts chapter number 11 i feel very strongly the lord has led me to this passage of scripture today and one particular character a character i love to preach about and love to think about and i want to emulate i hope you'll be the same kind of person that wants to emulate this bible character his name is barnabas and if you look with me in acts chapter number 11 we'll begin reading our text for today in verse number 22 Acts chapter number 11 verse number 22 the Bible says this then tidings of these things came into the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord for he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith and much people was added unto the lord and we meet in the middle of barnabas's ministry the record that we have of barnabas this interesting story i'll give you the background of what just what we just read uh, the early church is on the rise and God is moving and working in a mighty way Jerusalem is the center uh, the The apostles were all Jews but God had began to, to have the gospel spread to the Gentiles and uh, the majority of us here would qualify as Gentile people and the gospel began to spread into the Gentiles and God was using the gospel in a mighty way and using his apostles and disciples in a great way, but there was a serious problem. The problem was all the Jewish preachers were a little bit nervous about the Gentile believers. You see, for years and years, their tradition was that we can we got to stay away from the Gentiles. We've got to stay away from the Samaritans. We've got to stay away from them because they're unclean. We can't eat with them. We can't socialize with them. And now Jesus has died on the cross. He's been buried in a borrowed tomb and rose three days later. And things have changed. And the gospel had been preached in an area, an area of Gentiles. And a group of Gentiles had come to faith in Christ. And they had done what they were supposed to and began a church. And when the church at Jerusalem thought, who in the world can we send to this new church of Gentiles. Now, these folks didn't look like Jewish Christians. They didn't smell like Jewish Christians. They didn't act like Jewish Christians. There are a lot of uh, things that needed to change and a lot of work that needed to be done among these people. It wasn't going to be an easy work, it was going to be a difficult work. And as the church sat together and they thought about who in the world can we send from our church to help these people? The Bible says that they sent forth Barnabas they sent forth Barnabas they said we found a guy that has the qualifications the character and the spirit that will help people the spirit that will be a blessing to people And they said let's send Barnabas well it's interesting how Barnabas got his name if you keep your finger there in Acts chapter number 11 for just a few minutes we're going back up to Acts chapter number 4 the very first time we meet this man, Barnabas, we see a couple of interesting things about him. Acts chapter 4 and verse number 36. Acts chapter 4 and verse number 36. The Bible says, And Joses, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of Consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, verse 36, and Joses. Now, Joses is not what the Bible calls Barnabas in Acts chapter number 11. By this time, the whole church is calling him Barnabas, but his real name is Joses. And the Bible says, Joses, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas. A surname. It's like a nickname. How many of you here have a nickname? <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to share that publicly. Some of you say, Amen. That's wonderful. Nicknames. You know, nicknames are common around here, and uh, I like nicknames, but they often, uh, they often show an outstanding characteristic that you have. Uh, one that's famous that I've been hearing since I was a little boy was Nanner Nose. I mean, just close your eyes. You can see the guy, right? <laughs> Uh, and sometimes they're the opposite. I see a, a I see this guy, and his nickname is the very opposite of his stature, and they call him Tiny. You, you know what he looks like, right? Uh, but nicknames they they they're real. They uh, something that we use. And the Bible says that Joseph had become acquainted with the apostles. And the more the apostles were around, this man named Joseph, and they witnessed his spirit, and they witnessed his integrity, and they witnessed his caring nature, they said, we're not going to call you Joseph anymore. We're going to call you Barnabas. It was just like them looking at him today and saying, we're not going to call you Joseph anymore. We're going to call you Encourager. We're going to call you Encourager. Uh, The Bible says they called him Barnabas, which being interpreted the son of consolation. What was his ministry? He wanted to console people. He wanted to help people. It was his burden to be a blessing. And his character and his testimony was so rich in encouragement that the people that were closest to him, they said, you know what? We're not calling you Joses anymore. We're going to call you Barnabas. You're an encourager. You're an encourager. Uh, Nicknames are a lot of fun. They can be all kinds of things, but there's one nickname that sticks out, and I've told this story all over, but I'm glad to tell it here. I've never told it here. I don't believe. I remember when a guy that I went to high school with got his nickname. You probably know him. I love him. Uh, Biscuits. How many of you ever remember Biscuits? You remember that? Well, I was present when Biscuits got his nickname. I was there. We played on a Little League baseball team together, and we were sitting in the dugout, and our coach came in to the dugout, and biscuits was constantly saying how much how hungry he was and how much he loved biscuits it seemed like the subject of the conversation all the time and i remember our coach walking in the dugout and he said he said you know what i'm not gonna call you tony anymore from this point forward i'm calling you biscuits because that's all you can talk about well it stuck my did it ever stick I mean, there's lots of folks who do not know him by his name, but know him as Biscuits. I remember being in high school, and I remember hearing across the loudspeaker with Biscuits, and they used his last name, please come to the office. And, uh, I mean, it stuck. It was, it was, a, it was a nickname. Yeah, nicknames can be very good, and that one's turned out to be a good one. It's, uh, it's something uh, fun that stuck, but sometimes nicknames aren't so good. <laughs> And quite frankly, whether you have a nickname that people use out and out or not, you do have a reputation, you do have a character, you do have a testimony with the people around you. And I wonder if the closest people to you had the opportunity to just say, what your nickname should be if you might look like one of the seven dwarfs grouchy sleepy, I don't know maybe ill-tempered, unkind impatient inconsistent I don't know about you but if I could choose I want the kind of reputation that pleases the Lord and if my could look and say, hey, I think we're not going to call you Joses anymore. I think we're going to call you Barnabas. I think that would be a very good thing, don't you? May God help us to learn to be Barnabas in our Christian life. Back to our text. Acts chapter number 11. Let's look at this man Barnabas and see a few things about him. In our text, Acts chapter 11, I read something in Acts chapter 4. I'll read to you again because I want to bring it out. Uh, The Bible says of Barnabas that he, having land, he sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. The first thing I want to bring out about Barnabas is that he was giving. He was giving. Now, I'm not talking about just giving of land or money. We should be giving generous people. But that wasn't the most important thing. The first thing we see about Barnabas was that he was willing to give of himself and give of what the Lord had blessed him with in order to do the work of the gospel. Then, the Bible says, when the church was looking for this man who could go and help this group of, of new Christians, they said, we need to get Barnabas. We need to send Barnabas The Bible says that Barnabas, when they sent Barnabas, he came, he went, he did what God called him to do. Now, what kind of a man is a Barnabas? What kind of a person is a Barnabas? A Barnabas is a giving person. He gave his land, but more than anything, he was willing to give his life for other people, to help other people. I don't know how you are. But I'll have you know something, if you're the kind of person who only serves yourself, you are an empty person. Now I don't tell you today that you need to be giving because I want you to give me something, I don't. But I tell you today that you need to become giving and generous. and Have a spirit that says, I will go the extra mile. I will give. I will serve. I will be a blessing to other people. Because I know that giving people are the happiest people that ever live. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And as God's people, Christian people, you, in church on a Sunday morning, you claim to be a follower of Christ, we should be giving people. Oh my, look for opportunities. To give of yourself to other people. It doesn't always come in the form of money. As a matter of fact, some of the greatest gifts that have ever been given didn't cost a dime. But may God help us to be giving people. What kind of guy was Barnabas? You will never have the reputation of a Barnabas if you're stingy of yourself. You'll never have the reputation of a Barnabas if all you care about is what you can get. As a matter of fact, you'll never have the joy that a Barnabas can have if you refuse to be generous. Barnabas was giving. Secondly, Barnabas was caring. Barnabas was caring. Now, Barnabas was quite the guy. Barnabas did some very interesting things. One of the first things that we meet about Barnabas, of course, is he gave of his land, and they had named him Barnabas. But the second thing we meet Barnabas doing is quite fascinating. Who wrote the majority of the New Testament? What is his name? Paul, the Apostle Paul. That's right. You read in your Bibles: Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians. First and 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon. You read those books of the Bible, the Apostle Paul wrote those books. God used the Apostle Paul in a mighty way. We get New Testament church doctrine from so much of his writings, and they're very important, and they're part of the inerrant and word. But Paul didn't always exist as the Apostle Paul. Do you remember uh, a man named Saul of Tarsus? Paul and Saul of Tarsus were the two same people. Saul of Tarsus was a tyrant in the early church. It was Saul of Tarsus who held the coats of the people who murdered the very first martyr for the Christian faith Stephen. It was Saul of Tarsus who led the the charge to get and deface and get rid of Christ and Christianity altogether. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.